podcast, Unknown Secrets of Internet Marketing. My name is Chris Burris, owner of eWebStyle. I'm Charles Lewis, your internet marketing specialist. Welcome back to another fun-filled edition of our podcast. This is podcast number 257. 257, as in 257. That's a lot of podcasts. Yeah, we have, like, we have done this a lot of times. Yeah, that's, that's, that's about... Almost four years worth of podcast. Wow. Uh, as always, there is a tip from our previous podcast, and that tip is when generating content, make sure it is re- relatable, relatable mm-hmm. relevant, original, and timely. Timely, timely. When you're generating content, you want to really, in order for your content to hit the sweet spot, right. so people engage with it, it has to be relatable. People who visit your site need to understand and relate to the content. Um, needs to be relevant. Right? Is it what they're looking for? Is it relevant to the time and the day and age that people are using? Is it even relevant to the devices being viewed on? Right. Right? Is it timely? Don't give me no outdated content for something that's three weeks old. It doesn't help me, and especially if you're talking about an algorithm or maybe a sporting event or some Ebola news or something like yeah. that. I need to know that immediately. Yeah. And so, and so if your content can fit into that shell, you have a higher likelihood of getting better conversions, higher engagement. If you want a little more details on that, go back, check out our last podcast. 256. Please remember, we are filming live in Houston, Texas, and we are your friendly local neighborhood top position snatchers, where our mantra is... Don't be a douche. Hey, a little bit of teaser. Today we got a great question, great show coming up. Uh, We've got actually a couple of good questions. I got some great information that I just learned last night. Or confirmed last night, so mm-hmm. I want to talk about that. And you hey, we got the content, man. We're talking CTAs today, how to improve those. So, so stay, stay tuned for that, definitely. Before we get into that, if you're in a position to, you have a device, you're next to a device that can actually tweet, what should they tweet? You should tweet what you see behind us if you happen to be watching. Hashtag SEO Podcast. Be sure to tag us in it at Best SEO Podcast at eWebStyle. That way we can follow you back and do all of our social networking stuff. Excellent. Uh, if you if this is the first time you've listened to this podcast, welcome. Enjoy it. We'll be getting to the meet soon. Thank you for coming. If you've heard this podcast before and you haven't done one of four favors, we ask you to do that. Well, maybe not now. If you're going to do it now, hit pause. Uh, if you're going to do it a little bit later... Great. We'll really appreciate it. And those things are, first, could you write us a review on our G Plus Local page? Yeah, we'd really if you're an SEO, that. you know that G Plus Local reviews have a lot of value. Mm-hmm. So you would be doing us a nice, small, and a powerful favor. favor. So it's a little favor on your part, a big the, favor for us. Got to make that clear. Yeah. Um, and, and we made it easy to get to our G Plus Local page. All you have to do is go to e-webstyle.com slash Google Plus or slash G Plus. Or slash Google Plus. Or slash G Plus. Next, you can go on to iTunes. There's yeah. three steps. Go on to iTunes, create an account, write a review. Hopefully, you'll make that review five stars. And uh, if you choose to, you can send us an email. Next, you can go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash eWebStyle. When you get there, you can find the review section. It's over there on the left down. Click the five stars, write us a review. We will much appreciate it. It prevents me from putting on a tear tattoo. You'll notice there is not one today because mm-hmm. we have a review. Next, you can go on to Stitcher, stitcher.com. What you could do, the easiest go way is eWebStyle.com and click Stitcher in the right sidebar. And then write follow the prompts. It's pretty simple. First thing you'll see is write a review. So those are the four things. You can haunt us, stalk us, harass us. There are lots of ways to do that. Facebook.com slash eWebStyle. YouTube.com slash eWebStyle. Twitter.com slash eWebStyle. And Instagram.com slash eWebStyle. All of those. If you are a PHP expert, programmer extraordinaire, also good at WordPress, we need to talk. 
Uh, <laughs> we're looking for people looking to work with world-class experts. Our phone number is, and the phone number for submitting that audio resume is 713-510-7846. As you can tell, we are a fun environment to work in. We we, uh, we're going to skip that till the end. We've got uh, free website analysis. If you go to e-webstyle.com, you will find a free website analysis form somewhere. Oh, yeah. Fill it out, send it in. If you're really in a hurry to get it, make sure Use you reach call. out to us. Yeah. It's it's not a problem. Do you have any algo cat? <coughs> yeah, got some algo cat. All right, now for our favorite segment, the algorithm, algorithm cataclysm. cataclysm. <sighs> Ooh, I'm yeah, sure Dean Calhoun enjoying that one. Don't fall yeah. over, Dean. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, interesting algo cast. So, a couple weeks ago, you know, Google started rolling out Penguin 3.0. Right. Right. And so, but they did release a statement that that it would take several weeks right. for this rollout to happen. And so, this is just an update. It's still rolling out. It's been 22 days <laughs> since they started the right. rollout. That's a big rollout. Yeah. And, and, and it's still going. And so, I, I think the message here is that you still have time. Right, so if you, maybe you were participating in some bad link building practices and things like that, um, and your links are kind of spammy and, and not relevant or not, you know, not kosher. <laughs> um, now is a good time to remove those while they're doing this rollout. So that way, if indeed you get them removed before that rollout and that refresh happens to affect your site, you could benefit from what happens by improving your site. Yep. What you don't want to do is allow them to finish and then you get deranked and then you make those changes and then you have to wait until they refresh again before you can hopefully bounce back. You do not take want take advantage of the long rollout. Penguin smackdown. smackdown. That is not a good thing. So stay away from it. Cool. That's our algorithm cataclysm. Next, uh, we've got, you know, there's no tear tattoo. Mm -hmm. Because we got a review, and this is pretty good. This is from title, the guy's name uh, or handle is Internet Dirt. No, uh, the <laughs> the actual title of the review is Internet Director. Director. It five is a five-star review, and it is by Kayak Pao, P-A-O, Kayak Pao, uh, from the U.S., and it reads, I have been a listener for a long time. Thank you. Started subscribing around Podcast 110. Ooh, you missed a lot. Uh, I have downloaded and listened to all of them. Oh, you got caught up. Uh, they have always provided current and relevant information on how to better how to better your digital marketing. The potatoes are great and the meat is always edutaining. These guys are willing to answer questions and provide advice. Round one knockout. Punch in the face. Man, Woo. that's what's up, uh, Kayak Pow. That's awesome. Appreciate you tuning in. Thanks for your support, man. Thanks for subscribing. Um, I'd be interested in hearing what you, a couple things. The differences you noticed in internet marketing. Because if you listen from 110 up to 257, then you are fully aware of the differences. Uh, and also, just the improvement you found in the podcast. Yeah. Right. I, I like some feedback on that. From 110 to 257, sound has changed, video changed, right. uh, the camera changed, the laptop changed, the like, mics changed. <laughs> a lot of How happened. you do a podcast changes. <laughs> yeah. So exactly. and that's, some, that's a little teaser for what we'll be talking about In the soon. second here. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, a little bit of news. I just, uh, only two pieces because uh, we got a lot to cover. Um, Microsoft Word shoots to the top of the Apple app charts. Of course. Right? I think it's free. It and, should be. And I read an article about how the new CEO of uh, Microsoft is actually, I'm like, it should be. The, the, the new CEO is changing a lot of things. Like, they've actually launched things undercover, that band that mm -hmm. we covered last night. Like, nobody knew about that. 
and Microsoft is usually or in the past wasn't good at keeping those things a secret. So yeah, you know, he came out and said that uh, yeah, we probably won't overtake Google anytime soon right. <laughs> in regards to search. Well, not if you fire the guy who's on top of it. <laughs> True. <laughs> uh, next, I just thought this was super super cool. You know, bats they use sonar to find their food and their way around areas. Mm-hmm. So apparently, when you have two bats going after the same mosquito. One bat will use its sonar to jam the sonar of the other bat. That's, that's, that's awesome. That's cool, right? First off, how did you figure that out? Like, for sure. I'd love to see the, nu- mm-hmm. the nuances of that experiment. And it's cool. Not, you know, it's really not surprising. It's kind of like you and I are running after some sort of rabbit, and I'm like, you, got, yeah, you have to. We're competing for the same goal. I need to stumble you trip, somehow. Trip the ankle. <laughs> so bats can trip ankles. That's, that's I wonder cool. how the other bat feels. Like, ain't that something? <laughs> That's not right. That's not right. I'm going down. I'm going down. Oh, that's awesome. All right. So let's see. So that is all the news. I got a question. You want to get in the question? Well, I'm going to get in the question. And I got got a couple of new things as well. Um, This is actually kind of cool here. So for those AdSense users and people who use AdSense and Google AdWords to build extra revenue. Right. Have you heard of um, the uh, consumer surveys? I, I, like yeah, people yeah. do surveys yeah. all the time. Yeah. Right? So Google is monetizing them now. What you can do if you have an active uh, enabled AdSense account, right? You can get into the Google Consumer Surveys. Right. There's all kinds of people who've submitted these surveys that they want people to answer, and you apply the script to your site. And before people can access certain content. They have to address the survey. Okay. Now, they don't have to answer it. They can close the box and hit skip and go on and read But it's content. an option. But if they answer the questions, you get paid five cents per question. Wow. That's cool. Monetize some surveys. Thought that was cool. Um, cool. Interesting news about Matt Cutts. You know, he's on the leave it absence. Yeah. Um, so he came back the other day just to say, man, yeah, I, I was planning on coming back now, but I'm going to take the rest of the year off. I'll be back in 2015 sometime. Um, it was interesting. He said... Being Google's lightning rod for people doing bad SEO brings negative energy. I'm not yeah. sure if I want to get back in there. Wow. Interesting. And the last thing I thought was pretty cool, I'm actually going to have my wife download this because we frequent Walmart. Right. So, you know, the, the, the Walmart app. Okay. Yeah. They updated. Right. Huge update. They allowed search my store. So now as you're in the store, type in the product. Or a keyword, it'll tell you if they have it in stock, how much it costs, and the aisle and where you can find it at based on... Where you're at. Where you're at in the store. In the store. That's just awesome. Yeah, that's super smart. That's awesome. So yeah. so, so, put to the face of Walmart for being the first <laughs> to, to literally start bridging the gap between online app. and offline. Yeah. Like brick the, and mortar and app. Yeah. Bridging the gap bridge. between brick and, mor- brick and mortar and app. I like there you that. go. And so, uh, so, that was my news. Cool. Um, let's see. So, I had, uh, so I, I met with this guy, uh, John Ab- Abat- uh, Abaticola. Abaticola. Last night, maybe he's tuned in because I sent him a, a, a text message that we're going to be on air. And uh, he used to he used to work for another um, internet marketing company, mm-hmm. and he started talking about the value of doing pay per click as it relates to your organic searches. Mm-hmm. And so we get this question regularly, and there's always this assumption. And the question is, should I continue to do pay per click when I have first position placement? Oh, yeah. And our answer is always yes. yes. Uh, you and know, not the, because we just want you to spend money. 
Yeah, because at least in our in our business model, pay per click makes us almost no money. Yeah, it's, it's, it's it's a lost leader. It's usually we use it to build revenue in a company so that they can start doing SEO. Right, that's what we tend to do. Um, and having said that, we also want to pr- pr- provide the most value to our customers mm-hmm. and the fastest, most valuable way to get a website to well, the, to get most conversions and traffic. The fastest way is to do pay per click. Yeah. And when you're already in first position. There, there's two things. One is, imagine, just picture it this way. You're doing pay-per-click and you should always be doing a, a return on investment calculation for your pay-per-click. Mm-hmm. So your pay-per-click is working, otherwise you have stopped your pay-per-click campaign, right? Your placement's improving. You're in position 10, you're running pay-per-click. Why? Because it's profitable. Mm-hmm. It moves to seven. Why are you still running your pay-per-click? Because it's profitable. Because it's profitable. Move to three. Why are you still running your pay-per-click? Because it's, it's profitable. profitable. You move to one. If it's still profitable, should you do it? Of course. Of course. Now, not only should you do it because it's still profitable, but it turns out, and we've always said this, I just never saw specific data to, to, to corroborate this, which is that if as by having two positions on the first page, you have more credibility mm-hmm. and your organic link Gets more clicks. Yeah, because they're both there. And what what the the inherent opportunity that a lot of people pass up is the ability to test ads. If you are ranking number one organically, then you already top bidding. Take position. Take advantage of that opportunity to show them different ads for those paid clicks. Yep. Different CTAs, different verbiage, different phone numbers. This is an excellent opportunity to, to test the traffic come to your site yep. and how it compares to your organic traffic. So I just thought, I, I, we always knew it, I just hadn't seen the specific data, and we haven't just pulled cold through our, our own accounts and seen that data. It was great to see it in a chart. Mm-hmm. Literally, when the pay-per-click dropped off, the organic clicks dropped off. Mm-hmm. And when the pay-per-click turned back on, you the organic clicking. went back up. So that, that's pretty cool. John Abatacola, Abita, Abita, uh, punch in the face to you. We'll be having coffee sometime soon if you're listening. Thanks for uh, sharing that with us. Got another uh, question. You want to take you want to take that question? Which one? Oh, Adriana's question. Yeah. So I got two or things from started. Adriana. Yeah. yeah. So so she hit me up on first off, punching the face to face. you, Long-time Adriana. Long-time listener. Yeah, been tuning in for a while. Always hits us up with questions and support and and just free information. She she's awesome. So yep. punching the face to you, Adriana. So she hit me up about two things. Right. First one, she uh, she referenced uh, uh, podcast two fifty five. I think it was, and she said. Um, Tell your listeners, because we were talking about taking pictures, right. right, and how using using real pictures versus stock photos, right, this right. And that, right, much better. Yeah. yeah, so she says, tell your listeners, be careful when taking pictures all the time, as we advised. For example, if the Maytag washing machine man comes to my home to repair my washing machine and takes all kind of photos inside my house, whether or not any humans are in these photos, he still has to get homeowner's permission uh, to use those photos, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And Adriana, you're exactly right. And all our listeners take heed to that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes, well, you should take pictures. You should get original pictures because they have inherently way more value on the internet than any stock photo you could find. Right. But using your best interest to get permission from that homeowner. Yep. Hey, um, thank you for letting us fix this washing machine. Mind if I snack a couple before and after pictures? Right, or maybe you did a yard. Hey, I'm gonna take a before picture before we cut it, and then one after we've done your maintenance. Is that fine for us to post on our website and use socially? Um, get that sign off, preferably written. Email it to them if you can. Um, so that way you would definitely see why. 
Yep. Appreciate that. And so the last one, she sent me an audio question as well, and it was kind of lengthy, and so we're facing time constraints, so I won't play the whole thing here. But to summarize it, uh, she's interested in starting a podcast and longtime listener of ours, and so she asked several questions, um, including um, uh, why are we using Ustream for the live broadcast? Um, what benefits have we found in using Stitcher, let's say over a SoundCloud? Um, and she actually asked, uh, why, did, why, do, why do we use Stitcher? Um, and I want to clarify that. Yeah. So that, that's one, one thing that we want to make sure we clarify. Um, and so, I mean, at the end of the day, one of the things we have to keep in mind, Andrea, and, and all of those who, who listen and watch or download this podcast, is that our goal is to provide this information really quickly um, and post it really quickly, which gives us this literally this no edit policy. And so if you're watching the live video, it literally starts when we hit record and it stops when we hit stop. And there is you, no when you listen to it, same thing. Other than the intro and extra music. <laughs> Other than that, that's it. There yeah. is no editing. There is no splicing. There is no adjusting. And when so, I say something stupid, it goes into the podcast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's and when I laugh at his stupid stuff, yeah, that's it's, there as well. It's all there. <laughs> and so I said, we well, said that to say this. That's one of the reasons uh, why we use UStream. Right, because um, uh, although we will likely migrate to a uh, Hangout or something like that, we've been exploring those options. But because it was simple, it was free, and it integrated directly with YouTube and uploaded those. Yep, just made our process simpler. Well, so, so and UStream doesn't in- integrate. It, well, it integrates with YouTube, so we get the video on yes, YouTube. Yes, we get really the video quickly. up. Mm-hmm. Then we pull the audio, and and originally we pulled the audio out of the video file. Now we record the audio mm-hmm. separately, separately, and mm-hmm. that actually goes on Podomatic. So I don't even know if Stitcher is a hosting platform. Yeah, we're not hosting them with Stitcher at all. Or Stitcher just happened to be the most popular podcast Android app. Right. And so most of our Android users were using Stitcher. They actually brought that to our attention. Yeah. So it, it we actually use a service called Podomatic, and I don't know how it compares to SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. If it's just a, a a place where you can find out about podcasts, or if it's a play, if SoundCloud is a place where you actually store the podcast. Yeah, SoundCloud. And, SoundCloud to answer that question wasn't out <laughs> 257 yeah. podcasts ago. Not in the capacity it is now, and so we'll likely incorporate that moving forward as well. Um, SoundCloud is great for MP3 hosting, podcast hosting, and any yeah. type of audio files and sharing them. is, is cross browser friendly, is yeah. social platform friendly. SoundCloud is definitely the way to go. If you start, I would. Would go there, yep. um, but we just it wasn't there wasn't a SoundCloud when we right. started, and so we, we actually were hosting the files on our own <laughs> server in the beginning, and then I found uh, Podomatic, and we it, moved yeah. them over there and started uploading them over there, and that's been a really good service for us. So you might want to helps. Yeah, yeah good check luck. That. Let us know. Make sure you send us a link to the podcast. I love to check out what you're talking about and everything. Excellent. Um, all right, and so finally we've got uh, got this one email. It's, it has a it's a pretty long email, but it has a pr- and it has a pretty simple short answer. So let's get into it. This is from Arbel Martin. It says, "I have a pretty urgent question." He's the director of marketing at a company called Vistamatic, uh, who manufacture privacy glass for healthcare settings. So that's the okay, glass yeah, that goes yeah. on the monitor to make sure people can't look at it mm-hmm. from the side. Uh, I've been writing some knowledge-based articles and posting in groups in LinkedIn. We we're actually having really good response. Great to hear. Yeah, uh, we LinkedIn know groups can work well. We need to do that industry. more. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, but one of the groups is international, and we've been getting a bunch of visits from Russia and similar countries from the article, which was good until now. Because, mm. we, have, because we have lucky orange tracking. By the way, I don't even know what that is. 
Yeah, some analytics off I'm, I'm assuming, yeah. I've noticed that we've started getting quite a few hits and even form submissions from a site called anti-free.ru and paradise.net. Uh, I went to these sites only to the find out... Like, uh, yeah, it does, doesn't it? <laughs> like, who don't click that link? Only to find out that someone had posted the direct link to our sample page on these forums and wrote that we could get free samples. This is not at all true. First off, we don't it's give free samples. not good at all. Oh, this is not good at all, and also not at all true. That's my own little uh, snippet. Uh, first off, we don't give away free samples. It's a very specific product for architects and designers, and I don't want Google to think that we allowed these links. What should I do? I don't want Google to recognize these links as spam and penalize me, and I also don't want my stats to be messed up because of all the visits we're getting. On top of all that, these people are filling in bogus information, even though we have a CAPTCHA on every form. Uh, any ideas? I could really use your help and expertise. Thanks. Punch in the face. Always five stars five in that high-pitched voice. Oh, look at that. I know. I did it right. <laughs> <laughs> so, what kind of contradictory statement he made here? Um, he says, I don't want my stats to be messed up because of all the visits we're getting. On top of that, these people are filling in bogus information. So my question is, how, how, how valuable are those stats? Yeah. Right? If you're getting visits and so the numbers look good, but at the end of the day, it's bogus information and, and they're not turning into qualified leads or business, then I would say those stats probably don't have much value and, and I wouldn't worry about them. Yeah. Frankly, uh, so a couple things we talked about this, and, yeah. and here's here's the plan. You got you got it. Um, well, I was gonna say um, that was the first part. If indeed there's valuable traffic there and it's worth keeping that link, then go and revisit the content on that page. Hey, we don't offer this sample anymore. If you're interested in this, click here, blah, 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 maybe a video or something like that to educate people who may be going to that page. Maybe move the form lower. Like normally we'd say move it up to get submissions, move it lower so they have to work a little bit harder and so it's just customers. And and fundamentally, if that, I mean, here's what we're, we say. Mm -hmm. One, you need to disavow those links, right? Exactly. So get into Webmaster Tools, disavow those links. If that page isn't that valuable to you in terms of inbound links or whatever, just change the name of the page. So not only do those links go to a dead page, but you move it. Now, you may not want to do this for a whole, I mean, there's a ton <laughs> of reasons that you might not want to do that. And in that case, you you know start taking Redirecting steps. Redirecting a URL or you got options, right? You can create a whole new page name and redirect it somewhere else. That way you don't lose any link juice from it per se. But if you have intentions on disavowing that link, then all that link juice associated with it will be gone anyway. Right. So I think, I think you have to really figure out how valuable is the content on this page? How valuable is the clicks coming from that page? If they're not turning into business and you don't offer that anymore, uh, it's probably easier to just get rid of the page. Yep, that would be that would be a surefire way. All right, cool. Well, that's all of our questions. That's all of our comments. That's all of our reviews and news. That's. Uh, did you have anything else? That's it. That is the potatoes of our podcast. Now into the, meat. to the meat. So, so like I told you earlier, we're talking CTAs, man. I want to give a punch in the face to Bill McCaffrey. McCaffrey. Uh, yeah, Mc, yeah, McCaffrey. That's McCaffrey. Right. There we go. Um, he put this article on on uh, Search Engine Journal. Thought it was pretty cool. Hook, line, and sinker. Seven tips for killer call to actions. I like that. Yeah. Seven tips for killer call to actions. Now, one thing I peeped when I was reading the article that he really did this article from a from a pay per click perspective. Okay. Right, CTAs and that, and so which is cool, right? You definitely need to spend a lot of time on your CTAs in a PPC campaign. Uh, but most of his tips, um, um, I think would work. Period. 
um, across the board, whether it was a PPC campaign or a social campaign or, or traffic from an organic link or, or whatever, however they got to your site, that CTA is still important. So, so let's, he starts off by saying, you know, what is a call to action in regards to marketing? Your call to action is part of your advertisement that tells your target audience what they should do when they click on your PPC ad and hit your website and or landing page. Um, and I agree. At the end of the day, that call to action is whatever action you want them to take, wherever they come from. Right? If they come from a paid ad, then maybe you're marketing a specific service or product, and therefore you have a specific call to action. Uh, maybe they're coming from uh, some organic search somewhere and they land on your homepage. And so you have a couple different call to actions there that could be suitable for what they're looking for. But that call to action is what, whatever it is. If it's schedule a consultation, maybe it's download an MP3, maybe it's uh, subscribe to a newsletter, whatever that action is, um, that's your call to action. So number one, he says, um, use a strong command verb to start your CTA. And so and he goes on to say, let your audience know exactly what you want them to do. Don't, don't dilly-dally with them. And what he means by that is, is give them an action word. So, for example, if this is an e-commerce site, uh, your CTA may start with the words buy or shop or order or something like that. So that way, those people who read it prior to the click, they're already understanding what they're about to do when they click over. Yep. Uh, or maybe maybe it's a newsletter or something like that. Then you want to start your CTA with words like download or subscribe. And so using using a strong action word uh, is key to really putting people mentally in that position to to follow through on the, on the action it is that you want them to take. Uh, number two, he says uh, use words that provoke emotion or enthusiasm. And I kind of like this one. He says um, if your CTA is enthusiastic, then your audience will be enthusiastic too. Like, for example, buy now and get 50% off, right? Kind of enthusiastic CTA. Um, what, I, what I'd add to this, I'll say find the pain that they're using. What yeah. service, what, what pain does your service solve? Service or what, product solve. You know, yeah. what, what, what problem or issue does your service or product resolve? Find that pain and include that in your ad. You know, for example, um, um, tax season is coming up. So TurboTax, yep. and a lot of ads for them, right? right? It's not the fact that your taxes are due and somebody has to do them and you have to pay this money or, or you may not know how to do it. They're saving you time and simplicity because this software is so easy to use. Yep. That's their pain and that's their advertising message. And so, and, and that's why it's successful when they get lots of people using it yep. because if you, they're highlighting the emotional fact that we can save you time and money. Yep. They're, they're catering, they're, they're, it's called WIFM, what's in it for what's me. What's in it for me. They're marketing exactly. what's in it for me, and that is, oh, I'm saving time. I'm saving time, exactly. Uh, number three, he says, uh, give your audience a reason why they should take the action. Talking about the USP. The USP is arguably one of the most important pieces of acquiring new leads. Creating a nice USP slash CTA mashup is a great way to increase clicks. Um, and I totally agree. You have to give people a reason why. Because at the end of the day, you're, uh, they probably looked at your competitors as well. You need to figure out what makes you stand out apart from them. And, and your USP does that. Um, you know, maybe, maybe your USP give people a reason why. So maybe your call to action is uh, uh, request a consultation today. That's cool. But maybe if you request a consultation today and receive same-day service, right, now there's a, a CTA and a USP, something unique about why you should get this consultation and so come up with creative ctas you can use to improve i mean usps you can use to improve um your ctas 
Number four, he says, uh, take advantage of FOMO, F-O-M-A, F-O-M-O, which is um, uh, fear of missing out, right. right? And so, you know, one of the best uses of FOMO in your CTA is to mention a sale or promotion. And this happened to all of us. It's an expiration date, right? Yeah, limited time only, get it while supplies last, you know, only three. Offer ends at nine. You know, whatever Black it is. Black Friday, only three. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. No one is like three cases of them in the back. Yeah. Uh, but, but you know, that, that, that FOMO is important. Limited stock. First come, first serve are some others that come to mind. Um, it's a huge emotion. And, and people, there's a huge percentage of people who will act on that. Who are driven by that fear of loss. Exactly. For sure. Take advantage of it. Number five. Um, he says, uh, know your devices. And I think this is key. Understanding the device that your ad is being viewed on is extremely important. He says users searching for something on their mobile phone are often looking for instant gratification. And exactly right. A mobile phone search usually leads to a higher conversion, especially if the page that they land on, when we were talking content earlier, right. is relevant, is relatable, is timely, then they'll likely convert for you. Um, he says um, to create more phone call, create more phone call centric CTAs that appear on mobile devices. And I think this is this is the area where a lot of people mess up in their campaigns. Right. They'll maybe do a generic campaign and send it out to desktops, tablets, and mobiles when you should be changing your mobile strategy some because they're in a higher position to convert. You want to include... Be more aggressive. Be more aggressive yeah. with it. You want to make people, put people in a position to call you easier. And so that's really changing your ad and using things like... Call extensions. Right. We're talking PPC, right? You know, rather than putting the number in your ad by using the call extension on a mobile device, they just get a button that says call. Yeah. And it's there. There is no holding it down. There's no waiting on your OS to recognize that that's a phone number and then give you an option to call it. Those problems don't happen. And you can only take advantage of that if you're proactively, you know, changing your Designing ads to target for, yeah. for mobile devices. Yeah. Um, and so I, th I added this to it. You know, since you understand that you may be getting mobile traffic, link all your phone numbers that are on your site, right? Make sure that they're linked to the phone number tag so people can tap to call them. Um, on your mobile ads, use different words. Use words like tap or swipe and things like that. The same actions that people take on a mobile device. Yeah. You have to cater to what they're doing, right? Number six, and this one was kind of cool. He says, don't be afraid to get a little creative. And he's I always talking, love that. Yeah, creativity is always a good thing. And I like some of the creative examples he gave. As long as you test and measure it. You have to test, man, because you can be too creative and run off a lot of people, which he talks about as well. But he says, look, the only way you will absolutely know if something will work for your account is if you test it test out. Test it out, yep. <laughs> and so, um, you know, some of the examples he gave was like, in regards to being creative, instead of saying, check out today's deals, you could say, you know, ton of deals right now at your fingertips. Yeah. Great for a mobile app. Yeah, that's nice. Right? That's just fingertips. It, it, it works. Or uh, fill out a form to get started, or instead, a healthier life starts now. Right? Or call today for more information, or don't miss out. We're a phone call away. Same messaging. One's more creative. One has bigger uh, emotional attachment to it. One makes you feel like, you know what, I, I just might do that. One of the things I added on here and what I kind of practice when we're testing ads, every ad we create, I usually do two or three of the ads. And one of them, um, I always ask questions, right? I give it a title and that first line, ask a question. Second line, answer the question. Yeah. Right. First line, do you need your line mode? Second line, you know, free estimates, same day service, 
by experts call today or whatever it is right answer a question that that user may be asking themselves and then answer it right um kind of puts people like yeah that's that that is the question i had and yeah they probably can do what i need them to do um number seven he says um use numbers when possible and it's something about numbers numbers just tend to stand out more Num people resonate with numbers. He says if a user sees your pricing information in your ad and decides to click through to your site, then you know they're still interested because they know the price and they still click through. Right. And 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 that's a point there. Uh, but I'll just say not even for pricing, but just use numbers in general. Whether it's pricing, phone numbers, right. they draw attention. Uh, or percentages, right? Fifty percent off, twenty percent off, or zero dollars instead of the word free when you put shipping. Uh, those sorts of things work. Ninety percent satisfaction. Exactly. Satisfied customers. Yeah. Per numbers work. So 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 use numbers in your ads when you can. And the last one was kind of interesting. The honorable mention. He says, uh, "Use crappy language." <laughs> and I was like, "Use crappy language." And what he was saying was, you know, it's okay to be a little brash, right? Depending on the industry. He said, if I was on Google looking to lose weight and I saw a CTA that said, end your crappy diet today, I just might click it, right? But, yeah. I just might click yeah. it. Another example, if I, was, uh, if I saw a CTA like, your yard sucks, let us fix it, not only would I probably chuckle, but I'd probably click. Yep. And I had the same exact thought Response, process. Yeah. If I saw those ads, I'd probably like, okay, see what they're talking about. And I'd click it. And if the site's right, the content's relevant, the CTA's good, the USP's there, I'd probably convert as well. And so... The so, beauty of this is it's PPC, the target's PPC. You can throw up that ad. Google will even tell you how successful it is because they may turn it off. Exactly. If they it's may, not successful. Or worst case scenario, after a couple of weeks of running it, you can look at the numbers and make your own decision. Yep. Hey, this ad underperformed or this one performed really well. Maybe or, it gets lots of clicks and no conversions. Exactly. Which could be a good thing. Then it could just be the messaging on the page per se and not necessarily the ad. Right? Yep. And so you can, you know, luckily with PPC, you can test those things. Um, I did say check the industry because um, every industry has terms, right, that you could use. That, that that you could probably put in an ad that people who are familiar with that industry or familiar with that product or service mm -hmm. will understand the term. Yep. And therefore, there's a higher qualified person because they do know some insider information. So um, that's, that's it. That was a good article. That was, I'm trying to get this paperwork. Here we go. Uh, yeah, Billy. Billy McCaffrey, uh, hook, line, and sinker, seven tips for a killer call to action. Punch um, in the face. Punch in the face to you, dude. Great article. Um, and I'll post this on Facebook so you guys can, can check it out. All right. While you were doing the meet, Dean actually chimed in and said, the one of the, and I noticed this, I was doing a little research on SoundCloud. This is related to the podcast. On SoundCloud, you can't have all your data in one place. So it doesn't give you extensive how many people downloaded the, the song or whatever. Oh, the, the reporting. Right. So whereas in Podomatic, I've got good details about how many people viewed the RSS feed. And by the way, um, Stitcher and iTunes view the RSS mm -hmm. feed. That's all they're That's looking they're at. That's getting it. Yeah. yeah. And then how many people downloaded the actual, you know, the particular episode or whatever. So uh, thanks, Dean, for that. And say hello to Password. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> password. Oh, so I got a little what news. All right. What? Yeah, this is what news is interesting. This what news goes out to all of the overly sensitive people out here who okay. be quick to quick to prejudge people. Yeah. So progressive, you know, progressive insurance. Right, right. They started a new campaign with LeBron James. Okay. They called it Flow Braun. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. so on the first commercial, 
Flo has on tooks and this and that. They're playing basketball. LeBron right. has on a wig like her. Right. Flo Of Brown, course, right? yeah. I thought it was great. I thought it was it funny. Sounds like fun, yeah. Yeah, I thought it was fun. And so immediately people start calling it racist, doing this and doing that. And I'm like, really? You're, come on. How do you, how do you, how do you get <laughs> from that sounds like fun to that's racist? Exactly. So he, You know, he happens to be a race. And of a race, and and so does she. So in that context, I guess yeah, it, it is racist. racist. Yeah. <laughs> and so part two of that, um, this what kicking the shin almost goes to um, to um, to Jeff Charney. He's progressive CMO. Okay. So after when he got the backlash from it, he released a statement, and his statement was: We've paired the king of sports, LeBron James, with the queen of marketing. Here's where my what news comes in. With the queen of marketing, Flow, for a unique digital-first execution, we're calling the switch. Great plan, great, great marketing campaign, um, but Flow is not the queen of marketing. She's, she's far from it. Um, and so to, to put her in the same category as LeBron is the king of sports. Right, right, right. <laughs> right? Flow is not the queen of marketing. And so uh, I think that was just All right, uh, so a I, proud I, I CMO. I got to ask you, I got to ask you, who's the, who would you say is the queen of marketing? Is there somebody who stands out? And so, so I would argue that he might be right in this current marketing climate, right? Uh, I mean, Oprah stands out. Martha Stewart pops in my okay. mind. Uh, I'm queen of Mark. Comparing to LeBron so, James. Although I think if you say, well, that's true. Comparing it's to LeBron him, James. Yeah. I mean, even his marketing is probably actually more valuable. Although you don't recognize him as a marketing figure per se, right? If you say... Anyway, I can see his point, and he's the CMO. Yeah, exactly. He's supposed to yeah, say that. Yeah. He's supposed to say that. But, you know, maybe if you had compared her to, to I don't know, Tony Parker, maybe. <laughs> I mean, you know, not LeBron. Like, right. you know, that, that's all I was saying. But, but anyway, that's I thought cool. the ad was great. I thought the switch was a, a great campaign, and I thought it was funny. So yeah. the, those tend to work with insurance. And other than how we just described, not racist. <laughs> <laughs> exactly not at all all right is that it that's it this has been podcast number 257 thank you guys for tuning in you, you guys you, all of y'all. you all have made us the most popular marketing internet marketing podcast on itunes we really appreciate you dean thanks for checking in we've got hey, great dean, questions adriana 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 thank you i get that everybody wrong. uh thank you guys so much until the next podcast my name is chris burris i'm charles lewis bye bye for now Highbrow, highbrow Tamely, gamely Headed my way